Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I'm Will. And I'm Chuck. And today we're going to talk about a movie. A movie. It's been a while since we've talked about a movie. I think all, all of us together. And we're going to talk about The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which came out, what, 2022? Mm-hmm. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage... I don't know what's so funny. What's so funny, Will? <laughs> what? It's it's, it's been ridiculous. a long. What this movie? This movie is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna. So it's we got Nicolas Cage. Oh jeez. Uh, Pedro pa- Pascal. Nicolas Cage Neil, and Pedro Pascal. Pascal, Neil Patrick Harris, and you know yeah. among some other people. And I I love that it, they didn't like you know throw a bunch of other people in it. You know, like they could have, they could have gone crazy and like throwing like David Bowie and like random. Oh, I mean, he's dead. Sorry, but you know, like random. How are they gonna throw Bowie into this? <laughs> how? David, saying, like, David saying, Hasselhoff. I'm Bowie's saying like been dead for how many years? I know, now? but I'm saying like when they threw Bowie and Zoolander, just to be like he's popular and he's famous, and like just threw him in there for no reason. You know, like they could have thrown some random actors in it and been like, hey. Here they are because it's Hollywood. So David Hasselhoff. Neil Patrick, Harris, Neil Patrick Harris wasn't random enough for you? Neil Patrick Harris was not playing Neil Patrick Harris. He was playing his agent. My point is there were no other actors in this. There was not a single hmm. actor besides Nicolas Cage. He was the only actor playing an actor in this movie. So Neil Patrick oh, – sorry, oh, sorry. Nicholas Cage is playing Nicholas Cage, and he's the only person in this entire film playing themselves. That's it. Everybody else is an actor playing a character. So, I will say this, just for my personal first opinion, I watched this movie, and this entire experience, watching it once and then watching it twice, was like when I watched Freddy Got Fingered. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, and I say this. I say this. <laughs> look on Will. I say this. I say this for one reason. Sometimes you watch a movie, and you have an expectation, whether or not you intend to, or you don't. You, you watch it, and you say, "This was the worst film I've ever watched." So when I, so I'll say this: when I first watched Freddy Got Fingered, Tom Green. You know, I hate Tom Green. I paid three ninety nine and bought bought. I purchased this film for three ninety nine on VHS, used copy from Blockbuster Video. I'm dating myself, of course, but I said I can't believe I spent three ninety nine to buy this VHS and watch this movie. Because this movie was the worst thing I ever I ever witnessed. The next day, I woke up and said, let me watch that again. And I watched it and laughed my butt off the entire time. When you watch a movie with an expectation, the expectation drags everything down because you're expecting it to be something else. But if you know what you're getting into, and you say, I'm going to watch the dumbest thing I've ever seen, it's not that bad because you know what it's going to be. So this movie, the first time I saw it, I was like, wow. And then I watched it again because we talked about it last week. 
And I was like, you know what? This movie's actually hilarious. <laughs> because I knew how bad in this movie was and where they were going with it. And I laughed. So, I will say, personally, this movie, now, re-watching it, watching it for what it was meant to be, is actually a pretty funny movie. Your thoughts? So, so Chuck, I, I will say, uh, you're very lucky that you did not know him in 01, 02, 03, <laughs> because Daddy Would You Like Some Sausage was the joke for, like, three years with this one. It was... <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous every time uh, i saw him every time we were on the phone every time we're talking at least once daddy would you like some sausage it was ridiculous it lasted with you for years so i, I will say that so are you serious be, be i don't thankful. remember that i i, I don't I, remember that I being a real know. thing you you're you, yeah did Anyways, they make a thing about this, that this movie this movie I don't want to talk about the whole movie uh, for for two reasons. One, because I want Lee to go through his whole spiel. And, and two, because I, I watched this once and <clears> I really do, don't remember a whole lot of it because there were just certain things about it that I just checked out for because it was so ridiculous. I will say this. The fact that... The fact that... <laughs> there's Nicolas Cage playing the actor in this movie and he goes down... And, and visits with, with Pedro Pascal, and, and when you get into his man cave, and it's just a shrine to <laughs> Nicolas Cage, and he does not go scream out of the room, the, hang on, hang on, the, the, the hubby's diapers, the diapers from Raising Arizona. <laughs> Why? Like, like, that level of, like, fandom is... Wow. Yes. So... I'm done. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. That's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say about this movie. I, it's it's it was so wow. I can't believe so and Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage lives up to his like legacy Everything. as being Everything. the best worst actor. The best worst actor. If that actor. makes any sense. No, it does. The best it does. Because the he really best is the worst best actor worst actor of all time. He is. 100%. And Nicola that's not an insult. That, nope. that, that, it sounds like an insult on the surface. It's not an insult at all. He is the best worst actor ever. Because and he, in this movie, he plays every role he's ever played, for the most part. He's only played three or four when, roles. When, when, and, and then when he flips the switch... And he wants but, to act, but and the flipped. first time it happens in this movie, and they jump off the cliff into the water. I, why? We'll be, what is we happening? We better get you out of here alive. <laughs> it's so good. This is a thing. This is a thing. <laughs> this is a thing. If I was Nicolas Cage and I met somebody like Pedro Pascal who loved me that much, I would not want to be around that person. <laughs> I would run screaming. I, I would seek help. <clears throat> I, I have to get away from this person. What? Jeez. Be being, being a creative, being an actor, <laughs> as I've been in the past, if somebody was really that, like, I, as much as I hate to say it, it's it's so weird, but I would have responded very much the exact same way Nick Cage did. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Okay, You're crazy. That's fine. But I would have responded the same exact way. 
And that's what makes this movie so much more funny to me, watching it the second time around. I'm just like, yep, I get it. Somebody appreciates your work. Roll with it. Just go with it. Oh, that clip is so much higher than Arizona. <laughs> Guarding Tess. He has the diapers from the set of Raising Arizona. <laughs> I, I, but the best thing is, like, once you go in that room, our relationship will completely change. The way you think about me will be totally different. <laughs> and they play it up like it's... The girl's in there. Yeah, they play it up the entire time. It's this whole, like, redirection. Mm-hmm. You're like, I know it's not this. Hurry up and get to it. And it's not. And you're like, why well, didn't expect this, though? All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> this whole shrine. But anyway. So, so I'll share my part. Okay. So because you had said that, you know, this was you know, something to behold, <laughs> you know, you're like, it really isn't that good. It's, I, I did I, say that. I went, you did. I went in, you know, skeptical. <clears throat> and I said, how was – I even asked you about – because we were talking about Pedro Pascal when we were doing the Last of Us podcast. And you're right. like, oh, yeah, he was in that movie. I said, how did he do? You're like, well, he really didn't do that good. So I was like, oh, great. Wow. So I went into this movie. And I'm about 15, 20 minutes into it, and I'm like, I'm like, I paused it, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, what's going? So I hit play again, and then I continued. Like, I just got rid of everything you said, and then I fell in complete love with this movie. This movie was fantastic to me. (laughs) It was so ridiculous. It was so. Crazy ridiculous. <laughs> Would it ever happen? No. Is it something? No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Let me finish. Not at all. Let me finish. <laughs> it is so beautiful. Like it was fit. To me, this was like another Tropic Thunder type movie. Dude, okay. So, so I'm I'm gonna say where, no, hold on. So where the Tropic Thunder as in like they're actors playing themselves. I know. Yep. And they think it's real life, but it's not real life. And they think it's a movie, but it's real life. In this case, he thinks it's real life, but it's a. Mo- and the fact that they are actually creating the movie that you're watching, that they're going to put on the silver on the big screen, the movie you're watching is the movie that they end up making. I think that's right. brilliant. That is. Oh yeah, that's brilliant. Um, <clears throat> I well, thought- that's very much like Austin Powers and Goldmember is what that is. Yes, I thought that. The relationship that happens between um, Joel and Bill, I mean, um, Bill and Frank, I mean, um, Nicolas Cage (laughs) and Pedro Pascal in this show. (laughs) You watched this after that, didn't you? I did. (laughs) Of course you did. Might as as well have been. (laughs) I watch it and I'm like, this is crazy. No, honestly... I will say this, and it's it's weird to say it, but the relationship here is like you and I. When we first started talking, we're like, why do we connect and understand stupid references so well? And uh, so here's why. They done, they've done this before in other movies. So I said this movie is Tropic Thunder meets Taken meets Johnny English meets The Interview. Meets Austin Powers Gold member. Have you seen the interview? I can tell by your response you haven't. I haven't, but I know who was in it though. I, I started James Franco yes. and not Jim Halpert. Um, 
Yeah. The, Isn't Jonah um, Hill in that movie too? Or yeah, Seth, or yeah, Seth Rogen? Yeah, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yes. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Fra- James Franco. Will, you've seen it. You get it. Yes. And it's pretty spot yes. on, right? Like, they go meet this yeah, guy. Like, is he okay? Part. He might be this. He might be that. Yeah, they, they made the whole joke about that with their best friends. Um, I think this was fan- – like, when he's talking to little Nicky in the car, to Nick, and it's literally <laughs> – it's literally Nick Cage's – really, birth- really bad, like, CG young Nick Cage – He's like, I'm... I actually thought it didn't look that bad. It was no, not. Like it was not DH that bad. Nick, like but... The way they de in the cage, it didn't look that bad. Right. With no, the... but you're watching it, and if you just watch the mouth, and that's all you're watching, like the mouth is the only thing that's real. The rest of it is like feathered and weird and looking. The, the funny thing for me yeah. is when you see Nick, when you see Nicholas Cage with the full beard and his haircut, all I could think was Chris Evans. <laughs> Like in Captain America with the beard. That's all I could see. I'm like, yeah. he's trying. He he is personifying Chris Evans as Captain America. Mm. But then, mm. but then, um, when he's like, <laughs> I'm Nick, Evans. Woo, Cage. <laughs> they, the first time they do it, they don't finish it off. At the end of the movie, he finishes it off. I'm like, this is fantastic. This movie is. so so horrible it's fantastic i was just like how do you i had to laugh through most of it and this is why if this was if this movie was real and it was serious and it was a drama the way it was lee would have lee would have hated the movie the fact that it was a comedy is why lee likes this movie well yeah probably other than, but the... I would, I would, I, would... <laughs> it would I just can't, I just can't, I, I can't, I can't get on board with something as ridiculous as this. I just can't do. It. Would I watch this movie six months from now? No, but I it's... think I might watch it again, just based on what you and Lee are saying about it. There's obviously a lot, a lot of uh, nuance that I missed my first time through. I think I was just completely turned off by how ridiculous the concept was. Of, <laughs> the concept this is, is Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas playing Cage. Nicolas Cage. And, like, he's going to, like, pseudo-reprise all these other roles that he's played, and he's going to slip in and out of an acting set. And I'm like, why? Why is this happening? And then by the time we get to the end, and he's dressed up like the cartel king or whatever, I, I, no, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Like, the prosthetics, it was just like, and the way that he was walking and everything, it was, like, it was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Well, it was those shoes. (laughs) Those shoes are what we couldn't ride. When you look oh, at it from man. when you look at it from when you look at the movie for what it is, the movie itself absolute garbage is not making is not taking itself serious. Not at all. What, Pedro Pascal went Pedro Pascal, I am sorry, was <laughs> fantastic in this movie. Oh. The fact yeah. that the fact that he can go from Mandalorian to Last of Us to this role seamlessly is fan- he was hilarious in this movie. Playing the crazy fan. It was fantastic. Oh, it playing was the fanatic. Playing the crazy fan. No, you can- no, 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 no. The, the, Pedro Pascal as this guy is way different than John Travolta as the fanatic. <laughs> John Travolta. I'm sorry, I still haven't seen it, so. You need to watch <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, there, you need to watch that movie. It like it, it 
you need to watch the fanatic. <laughs> it's a, oh, it's I'm sorry, same. I do. It's like if you don't watch I'm it, sorry, you're I, do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Will. <laughs> that is very interesting. That is very interesting. That the last, the last movie we did was the fanatic, and now we're watching this, and they both have to do it. Well, that's why I laughed about that. Crazy fans. Yeah, so I, so that's what I first uh, thought. It, I'm, I'm watching this movie, and we get to Pedro Pascal, and it's just like, he's a crazy fan. I just watched this. <laughs> I just watched The Fanatic. But yeah, but the Fanatic's not autistic. autistic. Thankfully, but The Fanatic no, took itself think... serious, though. Yes, he's serious. It took he's... itself seriously? I... That movie was, was serious? Not a joke? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. John Travolta plays himself seriously. John no. Travolta throws himself 100% into that role. You he gives it everything retard. he's got. Uh, he went like he went all the way. Uh, and Fred Durst go, was you like never go forward. Fred Durst was like I'm writing a movie. I'm going to write two <laughs> scripts that go somewhere. I'm going to write two acts that coincide, and then I'm going to write a third act that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Wipe my butt with it, so nobody can read it. The movie was <sighs> the movie was the god mo- awful. The fanatic took itself seriously. This movie yes. did not. No, this no. movie knew what it was exactly and rolled yes. with it. But the, the thing that I yes. read, Nicolas Cage did not know what he said yes to when he did this. <laughs> Will so, you act yourself in a movie? Yes. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, no, wait. <laughs> no, I, I heard that he basically was like, I didn't realize what I was getting into. And I said yes, and I did this. And this is what you get. And you know what's funny? If <laughs> Honestly, you... I'm looking at it saying, like, this is the best thing you could have done, Nicolas Cage. And I think you, you gave us Pascal a reason. has that one line in this movie where he said, what did he say? He's like, you drive. I can't drive. I heard you did all your stunts and gone in 60 seconds. And yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. This doesn't know. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, Will, I'm going to share something with you that Chuck and I were laughing at um, uh, three days ago. So my wife shared <laughs> shared this uh, dream she had about this guy who, like, he woke up and he ran down the stairs because he heard a noise and he opened up his front door and he saw a plane that was coming, like, you know, coming by. So then when he jumped up, he got sucked in. He was, like, hanging on the side of the plane. And Chuck and I, like, my wife's, like, sharing this real dream. And Chuck and I look at each other from three feet away, and we both go, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just, it's Tom Cruise. It's Mission Impossible. It's got to be Tom Cruise. Five. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen Mission Impossible 5, right? Will, your favorite actor? No. <laughs> Is this a serious question? No. <laughs> okay. What would have made this movie better is bringing Sean Bean in and then having him die. <clears throat> the thing is, Nicolas Cage knows. When was he ever a superstar? Never. When? You need to take that I, I would back. say, I would. What? So, so let, let, I'm going to say this now, right now. Here's a big question. Who doesn't know who Nicolas Cage is? Everybody, no, everybody knows who Nicolas Cage is, but I don't think anybody what? would say, yeah, that's a superstar. But for what? So the question is, if you took the general populace and said, hey, who's Nicolas Cage? What would be the concise, like, little simple answer in a ball? Nicolas Cage is... Nicolas Cage. A cage without nickel? Come on, like, uh, uh, what is he? Who is he? My eyes. 
My eyes. The bees, not the bees. Like he is the same in every. He's not. Conair. Put down the bunny. The Rock. National Treasure One and Two. What in the name of Zeus's butthole? <laughs> Wait. Imagine, Am imagine. One of you. If Have if Schwarzenegger seen played that role, yes. Ever seen what? Yes. Leaving Las Vegas. And, and that's the, okay. You still have. Uh, listen, based on your questioning now, <laughs> I know you still have not watched Vampire's Kiss. I know it for a fact because of your question right now. You've Why not. Why would I? Is he worse in Vampire's Kiss? Dude, than leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> way worse. Oh, you gonna look it up? 1989, I think. Like, Vampire's Kiss. Like, the worst thing I've ever... I'm gonna say it's right next to Passion in the Desert. Like, the most... Like, I can't believe I wasted two hours of my life. Oh, I get it. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. 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 Okay. So bad. But, I will not tell anybody, watch this movie. I will say, YouTube... Vampire's Kiss and just watch best or worst scenes. It means the same thing. Nope. 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 Watch yep. watch your fifteen minutes and move on nope. with your life. I will I'm say not, this. I'm not watching I'm not just watching fifteen minutes. I'm watching this movie. Oh Will, I'm sorry. Okay. What I will say is this is that an actor playing a character is one thing. They're pretty good at doing that. When you ask an, any actor, because I've even tried doing it. I'm not an actor at all. But when you ask an actor to play themselves, <laughs> acting it, it is super difficult. Well, yeah. He pulls it off seamlessly. 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 <laughs> he was brilliant. He was brilliant in this movie. Pedro Pascal was brilliant in this film. Like, the, the he... They don't take them. The fact that he neither Nicholas Cage them. didn't take this movie seriously. No, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I disagree with this. You think, I, I you think, think Nicholas Cage, Cage took, himself took himself completely seriously? No, come on. When they're trying to jump over the wall, it's like I, I can't I leave he you here. <laughs> I walked around. I think he oh. took himself completely seriously. <laughs> I don't think. I think Go watch it again, and you'll change your opinion. Here's why. Here's why. I think Nicolas Cage strikes me as the kind of person that is is self-aware. He knows what he is, and he was approached with the idea, we're going to do a movie about you, and he threw himself completely into this. Like I said before, when they're on that that cliff, and they're going on about the girl and the whole thing, and he switches. He 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 throws he himself into that, and then just dives off of the cliff. He's taking himself one hundred percent serious. No, that was just he... camera shots, dude. That was that was reverse zoom and a push in. Come on, that was. He did not take himself seriously in this no, movie at this all. This movie was did. an absolute joke, did. and he looked at it saying, "I'm going seriously. to make a movie making fun of me because I know what I am." Everybody else in this movie didn't take it seriously. Nick Cage don't took himself uh, do way really, too seriously. You believe yes. that he took himself seriously? Yes. 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 <sighs> Absolutely. I do. 
Go I watch slap in the 100%. face. One hundred percent. Go watch, watch it again. Watch it again. Watch it again. I will watch it again, and I'm gonna stand by that. I think <sighs> he took himself completely seriously in this movie. <laughs> I don't, he knew I don't see he, how he I'm could. not saying. Listen, it's look a joke. At everything else that Nicolas Cage has done throughout his career, why wouldn't he take this seriously? Because it's a farce on his life. Literally. It's literally making fun of Nick, Nicolas Cage. He makes out with himself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Narcissism. He refers to himself as Nicky. Little Nicky. Little Nicky. <laughs> Sorry, nipples. Uh, come on. I just really I, no. I I think he took himself and like you just said, he makes out with himself. The well, narcissism you know, you, when he, is when he made palpable. out when he made out with himself. You know why he did that, right? Because he's a narcissist. Because he saved himself. And they just had that look. Because of that look, a relationship sparked. <laughs> and as ridiculous as that sounds like it is in this movie, it's as equally ridiculous the as the us. bad guys in Star Wars. Oh, we're doing this again? <laughs> again? We have a full year, bro. Oh, we have a full year until you're coughing up 200 bucks. <laughs> you're... you're, you're... <laughs> Listen, listen. I might be, I might be the on man out here saying that you know Nicholas Cage is taking himself seriously. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That is a subjective opinion, and but I'm comfortable with that. It's fine. This relationship that's going on in Andor, not subjective at all. Very on the nose. Very on the nose. No it's, way. There's no. There's no discussion. There's no more discussion. So, they're they're not gonna kiss. They they will not kiss. No. You need no. No. <laughs> no. They will not kiss. <laughs> this was. I will say. I will say. Pedro Listen, Pascal. I, I Pedro Pascal in a speedo. Eh, <laughs> when he shows little up. Little striped. <laughs> I love how he shows up in the speedo, and then later on he's wearing like regular trunks, like. Why did you show up at the Speedo earlier? Just to be creepy? Oh, he was creepy. Oh, he, yes. was, he was Just totally to creeping on Nicholas Cage. Just to be creepy. Yes. I'm the crazy fan, and I'm going to get into the hot tub with my hero, Speedo. Like, what? I'm, <laughs> How I'm, was he? Oh, you know, he's such a regular guy. Are you sure? Because you really like him. Like, oh, no, he's just really cool. Like, really... He was fantastic. I'm was Javi. Like... I'm Javi. I'm Javi. <laughs> <laughs> Was he too tall? No, he was, he was Paddington perfect. Dude, I love, I will say. I've never seen either of them. I loved the Paddington 2 reference. I've never seen either of them either. But the point is, I love that they made this. It was very much, it reminded me. Oh, that's the other one, Hot Fuzz. So I told you Taken, Tropic Thunder, you know, all these other things. But Hot Fuzz, just that because of end. that part. No, 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 no. Have no. you seen that World's End, Will? No, no, The World's End. The World's I, End? Yeah, I didn't see that one. I, I did. Uh, I watched it uh, once. No, it was, at, it was at, garbage. That World's End was. No, um, we're not talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean movie. No, he's ta- he's talking about the um the uh, uh what brothers are the uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hut Fuzz, and uh, The World's End. Yeah. 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 Will's not well, into yeah, British okay. humor. Oh. Yeah, not his thing. What I was thought, it? No, no. Um. The, that oh my god the 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 zombie movie yeah Shaun of the Dead Shaun of the Dead I thought that was okay you like that 
You didn't like Hot Fuzz? Dude, Hot Fuzz was so much better. No way. Shaun of the Dead was fantastic. Hot Fuzz. No, dude. Hot Fuzz was the greatest movie. It started off as like this whole like, oh, what's going to happen? What's this weird thing? And then at the end, it was like Bad Boys 2. Yeah, like it was a serious action. movie. <laughs> You've not seen Bad Boys 2. You never shot your gun in the eye and said, ah. No, I've never shot my gun in the eye and said, ah. <laughs> like, it's, it's hilarious. Speaking Whatever. of that, they're making another Bad Boys movie. Oh, no. Bad Boys Dead? Why? Dead Boys? Dead Boys Michael Bay gave up on it after Bad Boys 2. <laughs> he didn't even do Bad Boys 3. And Bad Boys 3 was actually a decent film. It was not bad. What, but they, they usually end, don't... End it. Okay, hang on. I usually don't like to, like, body shame. <laughs> but Martin Lawrence needs to lose some weight. <laughs> Dude, I'm Martin Lawrence... Listen, he played Big Mama. He's he's, he played heavy. Big Mama, and he's like, you know what? I feel good like this. This suits me. I'm okay. This suits me. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. Todd just started eating. Todd, Todd and Breaking Bad Todd and Todd and El Camino. Bad. Come on. Listen, they really should have said, like, dude, we're going to make this movie. Can you please lose, like, you know, 50 30 pounds? pounds? Like 50. 30 yeah. at least? Yeah. Minimal, minimal. Just so you, you don't look like, you know, Pumbaa trying to come back into a film that's not you. Like, no. Nah. the fact that. The fact that this is this is an action franchise, and he's like the typical donut-eating cop. Like Dude. that's what he looks like, and it's ridiculous. Really, and he's it's such gained a slap that much weight. In the face of the yeah. first movie. Yeah, yeah. It's such a slap in the face of the first movie. The f- I was like, oh god. Yeah. What is happening? But anyways, let's get. I in- like Shaun of the Dead. I think I watched Hot Fuzz once and it didn't do anything for me. Rewatch it. So we start this movie off with Con Air. With Con Air. <laughs> and I love Con Air so much. It starts off with the bunny. Not put down the bunny, but hey, I brought this bunny for you. I, I know it's not very pretty, but like. It's a bunny, and I brought it for you. And then you get this French. It seems like a French couple. I guess they're not French. It seem like they seem French. I mean, maybe because they're smoking cigarettes and hanging out on a couch watching movies. And they're like fifteen. Yeah. Um. They seemed older. She's but like fifteen or. 16 anyway, they're years getting old. high and watching it and saying, "Nicolas Cage is so amazing. His acting is so good." And then they get attacked. She gets kidnapped. And the joke, the joke here is that you have to be high in order to enjoy Nicolas Cage <laughs> enjoy movies. Nicolas Cage movies, exactly. I, I concur with her statement. Yep. <laughs> when you're high, yes. When you're high. When you're high. <laughs> so then we cut over to Nicolas Cage. Come on, Cage. Nicolas Cage and Face Off was fantastic. Oh my God. So Nicolas Cage is in the car screaming to CCR. And he's going to meet with the producer to talk about the script, and he's yes, he and, is. and he's 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 focusing so much on this horrible Boston accent, to the point where he he's like, "I'll do a read for you," and he's like, "Oh yeah, you don't have to read for me." He's like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna read for you." I'm like, "But I w- but I will if you want me to." Like, no, I'm gonna read for you. But I'm gonna read for you, and and he does it, and it's horrible, the worst Boston yes. accent ever, ever. 
ever. Uh, third worst Boston accent ever. Um, Who are you putting before? I mean, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. <laughs> he was forcing it. Ruined it. He's from Boston. How I, do you I know? Yeah. Because he was forcing <laughs> that's, it. That's more. Hang on. That's more. That's, that's more, more than directing than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's more insulting than bad. I grew up here. Do a Bostonian. All he had to do was talk. Was just speak. <laughs> That's yeah. all he just, had to be just, just be you. Just be. Hey, just hey, you speak. guy. This like uh, I'm from Boston. Or, uh, or Chris Evans <laughs> trying to do a Bostonian accent when he's from what Charleston or something like yeah. that. He's from the area. Just talk. Just speak. <laughs> At Just least Nick, be you. at least Nicolas Cage isn't from Boston trying to be trying to have a Bostonian know, but, accent. But that's the whole joke. It's like he's trying to do it, but he's still he's like, oh, I'm so California, I can't do it. Like he's he's forcing like fifty other accents trying to find Boston because he can't be real. It, and it's just ridiculous. Anyway, the whole thing is like his accent is just absolute garbage. Guy's like, yeah, yeah, thanks so much. The uh, leave me alone, like get away from my car, like leave me alone. Um, but basically, the whole thing comes down. I'm gonna read for you, and the guy goes, "Oh my god!" Like, and we don't know, like, is that great or horrible? No, we all know oh. it's horrible. Yeah, we all know. Yeah, so we all get it. So he's riding <coughs> down the road, and we see young young Nicholas Cage. Who he refers to as Nicky. Little Nicky. Little Nicky. Mind you. Not Ben Affleck. No, not Ben Affleck. Not Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. These names. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Not Adam Sandler. Way Yeah, off. Adam Sandler. Played Little Nicky. <laughs> so yeah, but this is not Adam Sandler. This is... This is Little Nicky. This, this is this literally is Little Nicholas Cage. Cage. So I... Um, so... Now, the funny <laughs> thing is, is he's in, like, his, like, 30-year-old Porsche. Because <laughs> he's a has-been at this point. Yep. It's a nice. I course. love how he's in so much debt, but then when he gets down to the island or wherever he's going, he's like, "I'll give you sixty thousand dollars for those guns." You don't have any money. He's broke. No, he didn't say that, but yeah. I love, I love that he, when he gets into his thirty-year-old Porsche, he's smiling ear to ear, like nailed it. <laughs> was, what? <laughs> like, got it. Perfect. Done. All right. So we get into this conversation, Fantastic. and we start realizing, and the thing is, we all know, we all know, as movie watchers, that Nicolas Cage has been just trying to make movies to make movies for so many years. I mean, we watched that, uh, actually, neither of you were a part of it. We watched that stupid thing that was basically Mortal Kombat that came out a few years ago. It was like Nicolas Cage Mortal Kombat. Nicholas Cage. I forgot what it's called, but it was it was absolute garbage. It was like so many years go by, and then there's like this big combat with aliens and us, and we fight. And oh, um, 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 samurai. Not kick samurai. ass. No, not kick ass. That was <laughs> no, no. He was. But that he, was Nicholas Cage, wasn't it? No, yes, it was. But no, not no. That. He was the sam. He was a samurai. No, not the samurai. Uh, he, he was, was a he samurai. Died. Yeah. No, he was the main. He was a samurai was who fought what, witches. Though? So let's see what he what we have here that has come out recently. Um, Willy's Wonderland. No. Pig. No. Uh, do these all have Nicolas Cage in it? Yep. 
Jujitsu. Uh, Jujitsu was the name of the movie. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. That doesn't even show up. Jujitsu. He played a like samurai. under recent. It was under done. recent Nicolas Cage films. Twenty twenty. Doesn't even show up. Twenty twenty. It was that I'm looking, bad. I'm looking, I'm looking through like his filmography, and it's just like wow. Like I forget how many like, wow. Jujitsu. Okay. okay. It was jujitsu. Then he played in. I don't even know a, a, a score to settle. Yeah, he made so many movies that nobody knows about because he just. Kept I will on say this: movies. he was will, Superman I... in Teen Titans. Go to the movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. We so you get about the, you get your you dream. It, I know you brought it up. You said it. I know. Just looking, just looking at his filmography, I will say that Lord of War. Is a fantastic movie. It's a so, fantastic film. So that movie I got um, when I worked at Blockbuster, and there was a glitch on my DVD, and I never got to. It was actually a two disc, and I never got to watch it. Ooh. Yeah, I to this day I still never watched that. It was like 2006, if I was to guess. Five. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 2005. I forgot he was Ghost Rider. You forgot he was Ghost Rider? <laughs> That's two movies. That's when he first got his, uh, his uh, not comb over, but his implants. Oh, no. Oh, no. I Ghost do say Rider. the source of... Oh, you know what else The source of Apprentice? Matchstick I loved Man. that movie. What? I was going to say he was really good in Matchstick Man, too. I like that movie. Uh, that was a good movie. The con, the con Man? Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen Next, where he plays with Jessica Biel? Where he can see, like... Four minutes into the future? No. It's actually a Four decent. minutes. Four minutes? <laughs> it's act- Four seven minutes. minutes. It might be seven minutes. Oh, it's seven. Oh, great. It's actually a decent <laughs> film. It's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah. It's pre- Knowing was okay. awful. Right? I've never even heard of half of these movies. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of all of them. The thing is, Nicolas Cage said yes. What? Wonderland? He was in it? Willie's Wonderland. Oh, Willie's Wonderland. Yes, I've heard of that. He was The Family uh, Man? Willie's Wonderland was about a um amusement park that he was running, right? And go ahead, read read the read it. Drive angry. Please, because I read when that. When his car you... breaks down. <laughs> Keep going. When a, when his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to clean an abandoned family fun center in exchange for repairs he soon finds himself waging a war against possessed animatronics what yes i'm I'm so glad you found this keep going he 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 he, he, he soon finds himself waging a war against possessed animatronic mascots while trapped inside willie's wonderland (laughs) yes that is the movie i've never watched but i said ah this is where this is where he's gone this is nick cage this is what happened. And then this movie came out, and I was like, this movie is finally going to touch upon what happened to Nick Cage. And it did. You need, you need an explanation? No. Have you seen 8mm? <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. That was a Snake good Eyes, 8mm. I liked both those films. Yeah, they were, they were films. I will s- Nick Cage in the '90s, I liked better than Nicolas Cage in the mid to late. 2000s. Well, yeah, because his his films were spaced out by like a year, not two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but th- th- I mean, that's truth. It's truth. I will say though, to be in movies 
from 1981 until present. That's, that's a lot. It's a lot. It is. But the thing is, he kept saying yes, and I and I love, I love. What would you do? What would, always. I love that this movie actually explains it. So he, Chuck, what was that? My phone. I hate it. Oh, it's an iPhone. Yes, I hate it. Chuck has been such an anti-Apple user for so long, and two. Months. Two and a half, two months? Ago. Wow. Two months ago, Chuck sucked it up because he could save 15 bucks a month so, and said yes to an iPhone. And last week he says, you know what? I'm kind of getting used to it. And I saw, as he said that, I saw his soul dying in his <laughs> eyes. Like it seemed like a Ren and Stimpy episode where it's like you you can see what's happening, but you can see him just shriveling up beyond the the reality. And he was just like, "Yeah, I see why it's okay. Like it's it's not that bad. It's it's okay, and I'm I'm fine." <laughs> but he's just dying. You know, Ren and Stimpy was the only cartoon I really wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm sitting in my living room and we're watching an episode with me and my sister. <laughs> and it was it was the episode no, where... No, when was this? You were uh, six, right? No, she was sick. And it was an episode where, for whatever she was reason... Um, she was sick? Ren, figure it out. <laughs> Why is that funny that my sister was sick? No, I asked if you were six and you said, no, my sister was sick. And I'm like, I asked if you were six. Oh, Six that, years that's old. funny. <laughs> I was asking how old so, you were. <laughs> anyways, the episode the episode was one where Ren figures out that the only reason why everybody loves Stimpy is because he's fat. So he decides that he's going to get mm. fat, and he hooks a fat sucking machine up to Stimpy. No, 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 and there's no, this no, 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 no. This was we talked about this. It was not about his fat. It was because of um the the muscular guy on the beach who said, I took all my fat from down here, and I pushed it up here so it looked like muscle. Anyways, the moral of the story <laughs> is you get to the other end, and Ren is sucking down all of Stimpy's fat. My sister yaks all over the place, and immediately it was you're never watching the show again. <laughs> I remember you telling me that so many times. Whew. Let's get back to the unbearable weight of massive talent. So... They start going off on the whole job versus career, right? And you start to understand Nicolas Cage and his whole philosophy and reason for doing everything he's done. And I feel like this movie became like a whole, like a justification for Nicolas Cage saying yes to everything. We've all said, why is your name on this? And he starts talking about it and says, it's my job. I never thought of it as a, as a career. You go to work. You wake up 9 to 5. You get up. You do your job. You go home. That's a job. So he never saw it as you go to work. You work for like a week or three or four. Or and then, three. And then you're done. And you move on. Like he didn't see it as that. Like every other actor that's like, Oh, I make my movie and I'm good for like 10 years. No, like, no. He saw it as like, you go to work and you work and you're done. So he was a workaholic. So 
it, it's like Nicolas Cage is trying to justify his yeses in this movie. I'm like, good job. I get that. I accept it. But then he starts talking about the doc, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. So when I saw this movie, I was like, they're talking about Dr. Caligari. And he's, he's saying some novelist, the sleepwalker, you know, like, you know, dragged on by this doctor. I'm like, yes, 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 I get it. So when he meets, you know, Pedro Pascal's character, and they're like, number two, Dr. Caligari. He's like, you love Caligari? And I'm like, I love Caligari too! I'm like, somebody finally gets it! I've never seen it. It's, it's so, it's, 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 um, it's silent, it's a silent film, but it's very oh, old. It? Yeah, it's, it's like early 1900s, like old, okay. black and white. And the whole point is, I mean, if you watch the movie, he's talking about a somnambulist, uh, somebody who is under a spell, you know, basically a, uh, under a spell, some zombie type character who, when he sleeps, he does whatever his master tells him to do. But it's it's actually very well put together where there is a twist, almost almost a um, um, Shyamalan twist at the end. You know what? I actually really appreciate this so much more the second time around. Yeah. So sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand why you like this movie now. Yeah. Well, a, a lot more than I did before because they have an appreciation for this 1920 silent film. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Obviously, Who knew? anyway, the whole thing is his, his lack of lack to um, or relationship with his daughter. Um, and that's the whole thing. He's, he's struggling and it's very clear that he has no real real relationship with his daughter. It's all a projected relationship in his mind. Yeah, in his mind. And to the, but the whole thing is like she's so smart. But the thing is, like, she's so dumb, but like she's so smart. Like, what are you talking about? He's talking to his ex-wife or Ex-wife? Ex-wife. It's never ex-wife. It's never. They never really get they, into what they, they are. They never get into it. No, they don't. It's not ex-wife or wife. It's kind of like I'm you live here, we live movie. there. I'm very upset that this is a movie about Nicolas Cage and they bring in his daughter. They don't bring in the child that's named Kal-El. They should have just brought <laughs> in the child that was named Kal-El. I think that would have been so much better. <laughs> Kal-El Coppola. That would have been perfect. Oh, I forgot that's a real thing, isn't it? That is a very real uh, thing. He named Because that movie was supposed to happen. Coppola. I forgot. Nicholas Coppola. You didn't know that, did you? Didn't care. <laughs> I always thought his last name was Cage. I thought well, I just well, thought yeah. his name was Cal well, Coppola. His name Francis is Ford Nic- Coppola. Nicholas Coppola. Yeah. That's, that's his a, real name? That, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it, you're right. It is. Nicholas Kim Coppola. Yeah. I Kim. Forgot. Yep, Kim. Shut sure. up. <laughs> Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> I knew a Kim. Get over it. He was a nice German boy. <laughs> what happens next? So, so obviously, obviously, there's a lack of relationship with his daughter, and she hot. She, she she thought that Humphrey Bogart was a porn star. That was pretty funny. <laughs> hump, and she, hump, hump. It's funny because his his ex wife was like, I mean that's well actually that that's pretty funny. <laughs> that, that actually that's that's pretty sad. Like he, she tries to go like yeah I, no that's 
Okay, she yeah. Tries. She she tries, she tries to like back her up and she's like, "No, that's actually pretty ridiculous. You're right." So, NPH is his agent. And oh, they're getting beaten with bushes. <laughs> and the whole point comes down to there's a million dollar payday if he goes for a birthday party. And now, he's like, "I'm not into that." But hey, Now, hang on. Who that that that's that's the warning sign that somebody's willing to pay Nicolas Cage a million dollars to come to their birthday party. That's yep. That's that's the that's the bell. That's the alarm bell. But he's Nicolas Cage. He's <laughs> Nicolas Cage. He could do shirts. Anyway, he's like, hey, you could do this, but you also owe. We found out. $600,000 for rent. A hotel. At the, at the hotel he's staying. Yeah. Not, not an apartment, not no, a house. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's an extended stay hotel. $600,000. You're in deficit for your rent. I guess I'll say yes. Why not? I owe money. So, um, he got turned down for the Boston cop gig. <clears throat> Big shocker. Um... And starts drinking at his daughter's 16th birthday party. And gets on the piano and sings this whole song about... And it's horrible. Hammered. But yeah, it was so much Robbie Hart. And 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 basically, he gets dropped off at home. So as he's getting dropped off at home... He's got his ex-wife or wife or whoever she is, this... You know, Irish woman, Irish woman, um, who basically says she needs her dad, not this guy. She just wants you to be dad, her dad again. And he realizes he gets locked out of the apartment, and he agrees to do the birthday party. He's like, whatever, I'm done, I'm quitting acting. Gives his whole speech. He's like, I'm done with the art. Of myth making and this and that and and, he, and it's like it's like this big like dramatic thing. And he's like, I'm sorry, I lost you in the mountains. What were you saying again? He's like, oh, never mind. Click. <laughs> like it's, so it's it's just so sad, but that's pretty much where he goes with it. So at this point, he's watching the news on a jet, and he's watching the news about this kidnapping of this. Girl didn't like they. They were kind of specific. They jumped into it like somebody's president's daughter, whatever. It was the girl who got kidnapped in the beginning of the show. In the beginning of the, the show, movie. she seemed French. I mean, it sounded French, but I guess not French. Anyway, so he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to watch this." So he changes the channel to The Rock. It's like, let's just cut the chit chat, a hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just it's Nicholas Nicolas Cage being Nicholas Cage exactly, and then suddenly uh, Tiffany Haddish, who will kit I'm not I'm only asking this because you watch more shows than us. Was she big on Empire? Is that what she's from? Is that what she's big from? Um, I'm I'm looking her up right now. I don't think so. I don't remember her from Empire. From 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 looking at this, not anything that would have shown up on my radar. No. Okay. Um. So the guy who's in this is his name Ike. The guy who's like he's he. I always thought he was Mark Wahlberg, but not on Mad TV, not Chris McDonald. 
No, Ike Eisenholtz. But he's the other FBI agent in this movie. Ike Barinholtz? Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. And Tina? Pretty cool. That's <laughs> no, Ike and Tina. Where would she be if she said that? Rolling on the river, that's where she'd be. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Liar, now, Liar was a good movie. I'm going to say this again. So that was 97. Liar, 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 Liar was 97. Yeah. But do you realize that Jim Carrey was approached before Johnny Depp for Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't see it. I don't see it Neither either. Neither do I. That would have been horrible. Yes. Horrible. I, I love Jim Carrey. I, I think that everything he said yes to was great. Even this bad stuff, I'm like, well, but it was Jim Carrey, and he did great for what it was. But if he was Jack Sparrow? No. Oh! <laughs> you know why he didn't play the role of Jack Sparrow? The Grinch? Nope. He would have rather... He... he... <laughs> <laughs> he had already signed on to do Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty was an okay movie. Bruce... It, wasn't, it wasn't spectacular. The bloopers are funnier than the entire movie. The stuff cut out of that movie is funnier than the rest of the entire movie. How far into uh, this movie are we? Not too far. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been recording for? I was waiting for Will. Um, enough. <laughs> Why are you waiting for me? I don't know. So, uh, to, to cut you back in, Will, uh, <laughs> kidnapping of a girl, and then it's like, ah, whatever, and he goes to The Rock. And then Hadish is there with, with Ike Barinholtz. CIA, most likely, she bugged him. Got it. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, Nicholas Cage, I love you so much, and puts the, the truck yeah, yeah, in yeah, his yeah, pocket. Yeah. yeah, so easy, so simple. Okay, got it. Um, so then he, so Nicolas Cage is going on the boat. He's like, I'm sorry, I got a phone call, like whatever, picks it up and he's talking. He's like, so what's this guy like? You know, and the entire time he's asking all these questions about the guy who's literally driving the boat. <laughs> he's like, so he's asking everything. He's like, what's, so is this guy going to do like, you know, like, uh, is it, is expecting me to like, you know, woohoo. And he's like, I am he's like, I am Javi. Oh. And he does the whole fist hand, like weird bow, Nicolas Cage. I am Javi. Okay, moving on. Why? Super awkward. Why? But like, okay. Why, why not? Why? The point is, Javi is Javi the entire time. The entire time. He is a cra- crazy fan. Love it. Pedro Pascal was fantastic. Right. So basically, at this role. Pedro Pascal was amazing in this he movie. He is. And his entire goal is to get Nick Cage to read a script and star in his movie. Yep. And he's super awkward the entire time, but trying to play it off like he's not. So his cousin Lucas shows up, and they're talking about this and that. He's like, oh, it must have been nice to see a star. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 no big deal. And, And at one point, like, Lucas shows up and starts talking. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you're Nicolas Cage. That was cool. Like... Must have been great to be a star, you know, and then now you're, you're not. You're not. So Nicolas Cage does a whole, like, you know, <laughs> does a Dustin Hoffman where he just, like, take he has his beard in his hand, just walks into the pool. 
<laughs> with his beer. It's like, I'm dead. Yep. I'm dying. He Skylar's it. <laughs> He's... He Skylar White's this. <laughs> and just sinks goes... to the bottom of the pool while drinking. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I it's fantastic. Part. Again. Sinks to um, the bottom of the pool while drinking, and Pedro Pascal, Javi, goes has to jump in to save his life. And saves him. <laughs> so we get this whole thing where he's totally hungover. It's all like, we're all done. No. Next morning, he wakes up. He's totally hungover. And the. Totally. What? Totally. totally. Totally hungover. And what's her face there? The the maid, helper, whatever she is. The one that Pedro Pascal loves, and don't blame her, um, is like all over her. And she's like, we're going to see cliffs. He wants to show you the cliffs. And he's like, yeah, maybe a little later. She, she rips off the covers, and she's like, no, you're going to get up and see the cliffs. He's paying you. You're going to get up, you're going to see the cliffs, and even if you don't like them, you're going to love them. Yep. Okay, fine. So he gets yep. in the car, and they're riding down the road, and suddenly, out of nowhere as they're riding down, he's like, I love these cliffs. Oh, yeah, cliffs, great, cliffs. Suddenly, watch out. Oh, no, they're onto us. And he just, like, cuts off the road. Quick, get out and run. And they get into this whole thing. The general forbade me to see his daughter, Matilda. Now he wants my life. <laughs> and he's trying to get him to, like, jump into this act and just act with him because he basically said, I'm done with acting, right? So he's because... like, no, you have to do it. <laughs> because this is to be expected. Of course. Of course it is. What you're so, to, so what are to, you saying? So what are you saying is if I just started... drop real life, drop real life with no warning at all, and just jump right into an act. Yep. Why not? Action. Well, he's an actor. What? what? He's an actor. <laughs> why? Why not? Just do it. Just do it. Right. You know, Nicolas Cage is like the ultimate method actor. <laughs> he is in role all the time. Because he's Nicolas Cage? Because he's Nicolas Cage all the time. <laughs> yes. Um, so he goes into this whole thing, and basically just Javi just goes off in this whole script, and he's like, oh, he wants to end my life. You can't quit acting. You have a gift. It brings light into a dark and broken world. And then Nick just, like, turns around and snaps out of it. It's like, well... Snaps out of it or snaps into it? Snaps into it. Into it. Mm-hmm. And and they do this whole, like, z- like zoom, uh, they, they um, well, I'll say push in, zoom out thing. Well, we better get you out of here alive. <laughs> like, totally ridiculous shot. Fantastic. <laughs> and they jump off the cliff. Whoa! That was so much bigger and deeper than I thought. Okay. So they had this big whole heart-to-heart like conversation they build this big relationship what's your favorite movie and of course javi's first favorite movie is paddington 2 nope sorry that was face off third paddington 2 face off face off face off no face off was number one oh oh thank you you know and honestly face off is such a good movie i don't care what anybody says i would not it's say it's number movie. 1 i would not say no. it's number 1 it's it's in my top no, 15 we're near number 1 top 15 if we're talking top if we're talking top 20 i could see face off being near the bottom end yeah like I, number I, 20 I'd say, <laughs> I'd say top 15 um but like the whole point is they're getting into it so it's like favorite movie face off 
Okay, all right. Second favorite movie, Dr. Caligari. And he loses his mind. He's like, somebody else loves Caligari, not just me. Really? Like, because he was trying to get his daughter to watch it. He was trying to get everybody else to watch it. Nobody else seemed to care. And it's and to me, it hits me so hard because I've talked to people in film, and nobody seems to care about Dr. Caligari but me. And I'm like, Nicolas Cage, German expressionism coming to mainstream film. You know, it was like this weird, like, twisted, like, what's going on? It was It was weird and sick and odd, off, you know? So that's what... It threw me off, but I'm so glad that they brought it into this, and you got Nicolas Cage doing it, and it makes me go, am I weird like Nicolas Cage? Like somebody who's been doing it for the past 40 years. Doesn't matter. I'm weird. Is it 40 years? When was his debut? <sighs> what was like his first movie? 81. Yeah, 40 was years. It? Yeah. That's 40 years. We're old. Get over it. Dude, when we, thi- do, when we do think do 30 f- years ago, we think 70s. Nope, that was 90. When you do th- when you when you are an actor who's this big for 40 years, that I'm sorry, that says something. It, yeah. It says something. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, they get into this. What's your third movie? You haven't said it yet. What's your third movie? Paddington 2. I've never seen it, but I love the fact that they used it. Through, the, no, I'm saying I love it because I love the way they did it in this movie. It was actually really well put in this movie. Paddington 2. He's like, why? He's like, it makes me want to be a better man. So Cage watches it shortly after that and bawling his eyes out. He goes, you're right. This is, this is so good. You know, and, that, and it reminds me, again... It reminds me again of, of um, Hot Fuzz, where they're finally like showing that scene in Point Break, where he's shooting his gun into the air, because he's wanting to shoot his friend, the Ronald Reagan, Jack... Uh, yeah, 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 that whole yeah, thing yeah. where it's like he knows it's him, but they're wearing the mask, and he's like, ah! Did you ever watch the remake of that? I didn't. I, I refuse. Neither did I. I'm sorry, I'm I refuse. I'm not watching that either. Like, the, the first one was so good. I just Patrick I can't. Patrick amazing in that movie. It was. I mean, both of them, all of them. Yeah, both. La- yeah, Lori, yeah, Lori Petty, uh, Lori Petty, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, very, 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 very well put together film, and I can't even fathom taking a moment to watch the new one because it's just they're only doing that to grab new fans and bring them back to the busy. old stuff. <laughs> Gary B. Oh yeah, Gary Busey. He was the bad, the the bad bad guy, in that right. He. Well, actually, no. Wait, wait. Was he actually like the lieutenant, like the cop? But he was like, yeah, he dirty. was. He was the lieutenant. He was the he was the one who's like, you gotta go get him. And yeah, it's yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know who else was in that movie for like a cup of coffee? No, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis. Yes. You're right. You're Remember right. The scene on the beach. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, heart-to-heart about relationships, favorite movie, Face Off, Cabin of Dr. Caligari, Paddington 2, Cage is crying, and they're drunk in the pool, and he's like, let me see your script, and he sends it to him. <laughs> I love how he just drops his phone in the pool. He's like, I sent it. I sent it. <laughs> just go ahead and I sent it to you. Okay. 
Javi's to bed, and that's that. So Nicolas Cage is still awake. I'm going to go to the bar. Goes to the bar, and Nikki shows up. So Nikki's back. He's like, oh, that's so great. You do this film where you're the gay uncle in some indie film, and he just, like, smacks him in the face and goes off in this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Nick Cage. But, and yeah. Then, and then he makes up with himself. Nick Cage smooches good. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. He smooches good, and the and, and what's it's funny not just about that it? They smooch. The 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 <laughs> tongue sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> you smooch good. It's yeah. Kind of gross. Nick Cage smooches good. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Why? Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> but why? Why is Nick Cage? Bill and Frank. <laughs> you can Bill and Frank all you want to, but this one is not getting the if, peaches any further than this. Nobody wants to hear Nicolas Cage's tongue ever again. We don't need to. We can move on and have a life outside of Nicolas Cage's tongue. I, I, I'm done with the tongue. Thank you. So they're in the back of a van. Maria Delgado kidnapped. Um, basically, the whole point was she was kidnapped to get to the president of Catalonia. Um, basically, get him out of the race. So Big he, side story. That comes up like twice, and that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole thing. So the whole point is to spy on Javi because Javi is the one who did it. I love this I love this conversation between Nicolas Cage and Ike Barinholtz. Is it Barinholtz? Um, yes. Because as they're going back and forth, the whole point is – as he's saying this, like, oh yeah, no, I know Javi, and I and I I've learned from my like shamantropedic whatever. Like he 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 brings up this whole like how he learned how to act, you know, training, you know, and that's how I know like how to read a character. And and, and Ike is just like, oh oh guys, I guess we can just stop right now because his Schubert. You know, whatever training it totally trumps our CIA training, and he can he can clearly read somebody who's a liar. And <laughs> Tiffany Hager's character's like, "Oh, don't mind him. He's just mad because he found his mom, or no, he found his wife sleeping with his dad, or something ridiculous like that." <laughs> He's like, "That's not exactly how it happened." Something along never, those lines. Never mind. But the whole point that is like it's it's this it's this whole like taking the CIA and just ripping them apart. Making them a total joke. And okay, back to Tiffany Hadish now being the one with the pants. Got it. So here they are. We're gonna make you a spy. So this to me, like I so I did I say it earlier when I thought about this movie, Tropic Thunder meets yeah. this, meet that. Okay. Yes. Here's where we start to get into the Johnny English, because Johnny English was, like, not equipped for this, but yet set up to do it. And that's what this whole entire thing is about. Have you guys watched any of the Johnny English movies? Yes. You have? The first one? I haven't one? seen any. The no. first one. First and second, I guess they're all pretty funny. But the whole thing is, like, you've got this inept spy. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Yeah, basically. Yep. It's Rowan Atkinson. Who's put in this position with this crazy technology, and here we see the exact same thing. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off for a second. Rowan Atkinson, this guy, Mr. Bean. <laughs> I'm sorry, 
this guy deserves way more credit than he gets. <laughs> he is, really? I think he's for what he does. He is fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. I mean, to to do an entire TV series for how many years? With well, with very little yeah. words, like very little dialogue, and he was hysterical. Takes talent. Oh yeah, takes massive. Well, massive I'm talent. Be, I'll be honest. Not not <laughs> not my cup of tea. However, I do appreciate what he's done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I will say that I I appreciate full heartedly what he's been able to accomplish. Because you're absolutely right. Being able to do what he did for all the years that he did it with, again, very little dialogue and be able to pull it off. The just And I, I haven't seen much Mr. Bean, but what so, I have seen is I get, I get it. It's it's physical comedy. It's slapstick. And I, so I, I will say, what even I'm though say, it's not my thing, he probably does it better than anybody else that I've seen do it, including right. John Ritter. Like, that's, and for a long time before <laughs> I even John knew Ritter. what Mr. Bean was, mm. I knew John Ritter. I knew Three's Company. Three's so Company. that was like the yeah. staple of that type of physical comedy. Then I watched John Bean and I was like, oh, obviously, this is, this is, this is King. Who's so John I, Bean? I, I will Mr. Bean. He oh. meant Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. He said John Bean. Did which I? is a combination of John Ritter and Sean Bean and Mr. Bean. Sure. <laughs> anyway, power blip to reset the security cameras, and now he can access all the files. There's an incapacitating agent that he puts on his hand. To knock out the... To knock out the guard. Yep. And this is, yep. Where, this is where it gets Johnny English. Because John English is very much like an MI6, like, you know, like goofiness. Where it's like, we've got this crazy technology. Don't do anything wrong. And they do it wrong. And we're like, oh, crap, you did it wrong. So Nicolas Cage walks out and he goes, I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, like, touches his face ever so slightly <laughs> with his hand. He's like, oh, crap. I just touched my forehead. What? Uh, uh, he starts going down. He needs an antidote. Well, he doesn't. So First, it's like <laughs> he doesn't need an antidote. Yes. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He just Whoa. needs somebody to say action. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> he just needed somebody to say action, and so it was, and he was perfectly fine. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he goes out the window, and he's like, I can feel my legs. <laughs> Crawls across, slaps himself. He hits himself again with the same hand. It's fantastic. <laughs> Which is <laughs> I know. And he somehow makes it back into the room. As the guard is, like, coming in and checking out the window, looking around, somehow misses him. And he gets back into the room, and he's out cold. Hadish yells, action! He gets up and stabs himself with, you know, he pulls a Pulp Fiction, and he gets up, and he's like, hey, what I miss? Like, like nothing happened. Right. <laughs> gets up, gets the antidote. I've got a little gift for this. Or I g- <laughs> Another mission. Okay, yeah, I can't do this. Do it for the little girl. Okay. I guess I'll do it. Sounds great. He okay. Mm-hmm. He is unmoving nope. on the ground. <laughs> yeah. 
not moving a muscle. No, no. Completely incapacitated. <laughs> nope. Can't move. The agent yells action, and suddenly he's well enough to stab himself in the leg with a syringe. Absolutely. He's an actor. Yes. Haven't you ever been an actor? He was dying. <laughs> in a position of dying? <laughs> Where somebody yelled action? What's the matter with you? Have you never dealt with this? <laughs> Completely believable. He's... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this happened, just the fact that this scene even happens, just proves to me that they don't take this movie seriously. Not at all. No Not one, at all. If you think, Will, they're taking this, uh, he is taking this seriously. <laughs> Oh, he's taking this completely seriously. No, he's he not. He's taking this completely seriously. No, he's not. Yes, he is. The movie itself Stand is a this. farce. I, it, it I itself. Don't care what the movie? I don't care what the movie is doing. I care about what Nicolas Cage is doing, and he's taking this completely serious. I heard he phoned it in. He phoned it in big time. <laughs> just, we talked just, about this. That would just make it so much better if he actually did. Yes. <laughs> he didn't. You know. I understand what Will is saying. Like he is putting a lot of effort into it, but at the same time, he's putting effort into knowing what it is. Right. What's the difference? Ah. Uh, between what? Phoning it What's in the, and knowing hang on, it is? What's the difference? What's the difference there between taking it seriously and throwing himself completely into it? What's the difference? Transylvania 6-5000. That's the difference. That movie, Jeff Goldblum phoned it in. He walked into the set and said, oh, that's what this movie is? Oh, okay. And they filmed it while he was realizing what the script meant. And he was like... Okay. That's Jeff Goldblum. Ah. Ooh. What does Jeff Goldblum ah. have to do with Nicolas Cage in this movie? Nothing. But the point is you're talking about phoning things in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Javi has this whole speech about <sighs> enjoying guarding Tess with his father and how it, like, restored their relationship. And there was a... There was a so competing allegiances, and Nicolas Cage says, I won't be in your movie, but I'd like to stay here and make a new movie with you. Love your script, but no. Let's make a new movie. Let's Got make it. this movie. Let's make this movie. I think that concept is actually pretty brilliant for this whole thing. That they actually make this movie this movie. It's fantastic. This movie is fantastic. What'd you find? The phoning in thing? Nicolas Cage's thoughts on this movie? My mantra has always been work. I never had a career. I only had work. Yeah. That was a way of me going through different movies. Mm -hmm. I find something different. I find something in a movie that I think, this works, like a rock album. Maybe not all of it works in the script, but there's one or two songs, one or two scenes that work. These two aspects are about as far from me as you can get. But Tom's argument, the director, was that we still have this character have an arc. I think people, most people don't know that I have a daughter. That was the biggest departure. <laughs> I have two older boys. Those elements help me get 
fit through this presentation of the so-called Nick Cage that allowed me to act. It was all a character of sorts. He's taking this completely seriously. These are his words. In the movie. In the movie. He is taking this completely seriously. There's no way that he can play himself and pretend himself is not himself. Well, he thinks he can. Is he okay? Is he all right? Don't know. Has no. somebody sent the white coats over there to take him in for a weekend and <laughs> just like rub his head for a little bit? Like, come on, really? <laughs> I think that he is not taking this movie seriously at all. I don't think he is. I can't believe anything you just said. There's no way, there's well, absolutely no way that anybody with any sense of sanity could, could like, look at this in any other way than a farce on his own life. Are you are you thinking that what he said in that movie in the movie is how he really feels in real life? Is that I didn't you're... read anything from the movie. I read something from an article or an interview that he did with Rolling Stone. <sighs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So you think that because you think that is that part is saying that he's actually taking this movie seriously? I think, I think the line. Where is it? Where he puts in the, he, you think that because he's, it's the whole I part think, about him I is just a job. Line, I think the line where he's talking to the director and he says the argument is that we still have to have this character have an arc. Most people know I don't have a daughter. That was the biggest departure that I had. I have two older boys. These elements helped me get into the presentation of the so-called Nick Cage that allowed me to act. It was all still a character of sorts. So Nick Cage was a character of sorts in his mind. So he was acting as himself up for sorts. Okay. <laughs> so, do you think that he wasn't serious about not taking it serious? Like he knew it was a joke, so I'm going to just go all in anyways, knowing it's the way it is. You, 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 you. <laughs> I think he went in. I think. I think. I think Pedro Pascal put a lot of effort into this film, but I think he also knows that it's a joke. I think Nicolas Cage put the amount of effort into this film that he could, <laughs> knowing that it was still a joke. <laughs> the the title of this article is. People thought I didn't care. I did. <laughs> Nicholas Cage sets the record straight. That is the name of this article. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, no. So bad. Why? Yep. Yep. So where, yep. Are, where were we? Well, we were... Uh, at the possible location of the missing girl. Well, okay. time for LSD. So, we need inspiration. Let's take LSD. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so, they start discussing their movie ideas. 
And in that, they start going, it's like, oh, man, we should have some kind of, like, paranoid thriller angle. How about these two guys? You said before, hang on, you said before, Lee, that if you were famous like this and you and you had some of an acting career and a crazy fan came up to you and acting like this, you wouldn't act any differently than Nicolas Cage. So now I'm going to ask you, crazy fan comes up to you, hey, you want to drop LSD with me? <laughs> the fact that you have to think about this scares me. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Well, Did I'm asking because earlier you said if if you were famous like this and you met the crazy fan who was just all about you, you wouldn't act much differently than Nicolas Cage. So now I'm asking. I, did, I said much, much differently. Not so no LSD. Much differently. No, I guess not. I'd be like you said LSD. I'm like <laughs> current state. No, I'd be like no thanks, dude. We hung out. We had a drink. We're good. We're just, good. Just, just saying. The crazy fan wants to drop LSD with Nicolas Cage. No, and Nicolas Cage's like, oh, F it, and just does it. Okay, great. So they start discussing their movie ideas while they're in the car. What about this, like, paranoid thriller angle? Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. How about, like, a drug scene where they both do drugs? <laughs> it's like, they get paranoid. They get, they paranoid, get really paranoid. And it's they're sitting down, and they see this, these two guys... One guy with short brown hair, one guy with long red hair, sitting both, there. Both, both middle-aged and, and, and kind of overweight. They're a threat to no one. <laughs> Not at all. They're there. What about these two guys? Oh, they're looking at me. No, they're not looking at you. Look. And they look, and because they keep looking, looking. those guys are now looking <laughs> at them. So it further pushes their paranoia. Oh, my God, they're looking. Why don't you try a laugh? Just like, try a fake laugh. So Pedro Pascal, and this is the best part of the movie, Pedro Pascal turns and looks at them dead in the eyes and laughs in their face. He's like, oh, that didn't work because now they're looking right at me. <laughs> Run! Okay, we're gonna run on three. One, run. Pedro Pascal just runs. Oh crap! Bye. So Cage runs to catch up. What? Nothing. Okay. So they both run. They're both just they super high. Huh? <laughs> yes. They get to a wall. They're super high and they get to the wall. Grab my hand, soldier! <laughs> this wall. This wall. We don't know. We mask. don't know about this wall yet. The wall is maybe like Nick Cage plus three feet. I just said easy seven feet off, seven feet high. Exactly. Eight, it's maybe not very big. Not very tall at all. This this is not easy. This is not a task. But, but they're being chased by these guys who were clearly not looking at them. <laughs> they the get people. to the wall. So the he old people who were sitting down drinking coffee. <laughs> so, so he gets there, and Pascal becomes a human bench, so he can jump up. And Cage jumps over the fe- jumps over the wall, gets up there, tries to pull up, but you can't take me. Ah, oh, hold on. I love you. I love you too. It's the end, and that's that. And then Pascal just walks around. This this wall that's like fourteen feet wide. <laughs> it's like oh, 
Oh yeah, well, I guess I guess it wasn't as long as we expected. Okay, well great. So anyway, they get back and they're at that door and Nicolas Cage really wants to get in there, still. So Javi basically says, once you go in there, it, it, it could change the way you feel about me. Yes. That's so right. he goes in. It's it's a literal Nicolas Cage museum. It's fantastic. How did you pay you for this gorgeous statue, which is basically this horrible, horrible wax figure holding the golden guns from con from Face Off? The- they did try to, and at the end when he, when he takes the guns, and they and they mirror his face in the glass to the actual oh, statue. That, that was that was really cool. cool. That was really cool. So when they hit yeah. that stop, he's like, "Don't go in there. It could change the way you feel about me." Go again, going in, whatever. How much did you pay for this grotesque statue? Six thousand. I'll give you twenty thousand. <laughs> How? How? He has no money. He's six hundred thousand dollars in the hole. Well, because he knows he's getting he's getting a million from him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. See. So, anyway, we talk about this. Um. So they're talking about what this entire script is going to be about. It's 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 this grounded adult drama. No. No, it's it's about this dueling Christ figure. Oh, here we go. The dueling Christ figures. Nicolas Cage versus Javi. No, I'm sorry. Neither of them are Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. Hard to find an audience nowadays, right? So, unless you're Marvel or Star Wars... Etc. I laugh so much because this whole podcast started on Marvel and Star Wars. Pretty much. It yep. really did. It really Pretty did. Pretty much. And you've got Nicolas Cage telling it like it is. And you go, good call. Yeah, you're pretty much spot on, Nick Cage. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't make the cut. Paul Rudd did. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul, <laughs> Paul that to Rudd. me is the best part of the movie, where Paul Rudd is chosen over <laughs> Nicolas Cage for that part. It's fantastic. Because, whoa, because whoa, I guarantee whoa, whoa. you, based on what I heard earlier from him, I, Paul Rudd probably does a better Boston accent than this guy does. Wait, wait is that there's, there's no real truth to that, is there? Nicolas Cage didn't try out for... Ant-Man? Ant-Man. Did he? Let me look it up. Because if that's the case, and that's like they threw that line in there because it's true, that is actually kind of funny. What'd Uh, you find, Will? Anything on that? Nothing. Okay. Two guys saved a kidnapped girl. Terrible idea. I love this because you've got... They're trying to throw us all off. They're trying to throw everybody off with the whole, like, Javi's the bad guy. Javi's the bad guy. Javi's the bad guy. But he loves him. But Javi's the bad guy. But he loves him. But Javi's the bad guy. No. They're still trying to do it the entire time. 
and all we get here is this whole thing where it's like, oh, he kidnapped the girl. No, don't you lie to me. You feel guilty about your relationship with your daughter, your own daughter. Yeah. And that's why this is happening. But he makes it seem like it's like, I'm on to you, and you know what I'm doing. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Very clear they are misdirecting all of us the entire time. What gave that away? That the feather pink cat mouse? Yeah. The entire time. Yeah. Yes. So he brings his family down. And at this at this point, like we all know as the audience, no. But Nicolas Cage doesn't know, and we're like, Nicolas Cage, you dumb actor. Haven't you watched enough movies? No. They're playing it off like Nicolas Cage is dumber than us, the movie viewers. Yeah, pretty much. Here we go. Brings the family down. Trick them to get to them to resolve issues. Okay, Addie's like, if I don't like what you'd like, you won't like me. The whole thing is like this this whole thing where she's trying to please her dad but doesn't want to, but she's like, I'm going to pretend to so you like me, but she's a teenager so she doesn't care. It's, it's, it's so twisted and weird, and Chuck, you're getting there because your daughter's 14. 15? 15. 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love in this part when he brings, when Pedro Pascal brings his family up and they're having lunch and they're talking, and he's trying to get Nicolas Cage to like open up to his family, and then all of a sudden he's like, "No, that was that was that was pathetic," yes. and then he becomes real about it, and then Pedro Pascal is going, like he's he starts to play therapist. He's like, "This is we're on a good spot. We're we're in a, we're in a good we're in a good place. This is a good yeah. springboard. Like we're 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 going somewhere now." And he's being serious. Yeah. Like, his character is being serious about, like, this is the best thing to do right now. And I'm actually, you can see that his character, as Javi, he's like, I'm helping Nicolas Cage. Like, I'm making him a better person, and this is awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, there are multiple. You still don't like it. (laughs) There are multiple things happening at the same time. There's a lot of things happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Javi meets Lucas, and that's when he realizes he kidnapped Delgado's daughter. So the whole thing all comes together that, you know, little, like, Bieber, Bieber Blondie Head is the one behind the whole thing. Bieber Blondie Head. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. So, so Nick wants to kill Javi <laughs> to buy time to extract his family. But Nick tells them what he's or tells them that he's working for the CIA. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, he's on a he's on a he had him on a recording. Yeah. He had him on a recording saying well, that he was on the Well, him later on. Yeah. yeah so they bugged they, they they bugged him or they got, yeah, you know, all all some kind of conversation and to find out and Javi has to learn the hard way that oh my god, Nick is working with the CIA. Yep. It's not him, it's his cousin, the whole rigmarole. Yeah. And it, when they get out, when they get out into the open and they're still doing the whole cat and mouse thing, you ask me why Nick Cage takes himself seriously. He's 100% serious in this. No, he's not. No, he's not. 
And it's amazing. He turns into... It's hilarious. This becomes... <laughs> no. So, so basically, the whole... Nick it becomes needs, what, Nick, Nick, it becomes needs, what? Nick needs to kill Javi to buy time to extract his family. Nick tells them that he's working for the CIA, etc. <clears throat> you know, yep. basically, this whole thing, right? And Lucas is basically, either I kill you or you kill Nick Cage. Okay? Let's drive out to the cliffs and clear our heads and think about the third act of this film. And this is so great because you've got two characters who are playing characters. They're both acting right now. They're both driving out to the cliff pretending that they're going to like their best friends, but they're all they're both thinking I'm going to kill this guy once we get to the cliffs. They're they're like bromance to the extreme, mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. So they get to the point where they're trading shoes. I love your shoes. Oh yeah, I love your shoes too. We should trade shoes. Oh, like like for real? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so they're beyond Why? best friends because they're beyond best friends. Why are they? Because they shoes? love each other's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> What, so, you've never done that, Will? Please say no. <laughs> do I have to answer this? Like, I think you do now. Chuck, with everything else that's going on you right still now, haven't said yes I or really no. need to answer these questions? You still haven't no. said yes or no. No. Are you okay. happy? Well, here's what happens now. <laughs> this movie right here, to, to give a little bit of credence, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't give any credence to Pineapple Express, but this movie actually does what Pineapple Express does at the end. It turns this farce comedy into an all-out action movie. Yeah. And his Javi's cousin comes out and starts shooting at the both of them. They realize, oh, we're actually on the same page. Now we don't have to kill each other, yada, yada, yada. There is a car chase to the embassy. It's horrible. Cars are being they're being, you know, flipped. They're being blown up. They're, all this crazy stuff is happening. He gets his daughter. He gets his family. They get in the back of this jeep. They're driving down to the embassy. They get to the embassy. They crash through. He breaks through. Takes him out of the truck. The cousin takes him out of the truck. Yeah. yeah and yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. you see the action happening, and all the characters except for those three chain. No, except for Javi and um. And Nicholas Cage change. Everybody else is played by different characters, and you realize now they're in a movie. They're actually in the movie theater watching what just happened on big screen. And <laughs> that concept is that I concept will, is pretty cool. A little bit. I, I I see what you're doing, touche, my friend. I see I see exactly what you're doing. I'm gonna edit that out. But before, <laughs> way before that, when they're just the fact that you see Nicholas Cage with both of those golden guns, that was kind of cool. I did like that. Nice little Bringing them back in, if, yes. If, if, if there was going to be a throwback in, in this movie, like Nick Cage like reprising a role like pseudo style, 
I'm glad it was, you know, from Face Off. I think because right. that was that was actually cool. And they set it up perfectly from the beginning where he's looking at the ridiculous mannequin of himself. But the whole thing about how they're doing the whole cat and mouse thing and, and their cousin's going to come and kill them both and everything else. And then you get and you skipped over the entire part where Nicolas Cage decided to dress up like a drug lord and just the, the ridiculous <laughs> prosthetics that are going on. And that the, the, the ridiculous way that he's walking into the thing. And then you have the cousin who comes over and I'm going to slit his throat. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You didn't do your job. It's fantastic. None of it happened. No. So so then so that they 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 all the characters at the end change except for those two and you're realizing now here's the crazy part. <laughs> this makes me a little a little iffy is when he saves his daughter and she's running from the jeep to his arms and it changes the person and she's running in slow motion. Why did they slow motion his daughter, which is really his daughter, well, running to him? To to show the dramatic change of like, you know, it went from reality to dramatic. Like, oh, it's a movie now suddenly. That's why. But I thought that I think that that whole concept is pretty cool, though. I thought, isn't there like a slow mo dramatic thing in like almost every Nick Cage movie, though? Wait, like, I went to the like bathroom for like moment? two seconds, and you guys cut out the entire time where he was like in makeup, and it was hilarious. No, oh we no, we talked about it. If you want to add something to that, go I'm ahead. I'm just, I'm just saying, it was hilarious that like nobody recognized him as Nick Cage and makeup. It was so dumb and stupid. It's like, oh. Oh, when he oh, becomes the drug oh, lord, yeah. Oh, wait a second. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, nobody's ever seen him in nine years, so here, you're a makeup artist, so let's do this. And it was like the dumbest, most pointless, ridiculous thing. Yeah. Like, really? That that's that's the end of this movie. That's the end of this movie. Is let's use a makeup artist to put like prosthetics on my nose and his cheeks. <laughs> the ridiculous accent. I know. The absolutely horrendous. But, accent. but the funniest thing was his makeup artist wife or ex-wife or whoever she was was a better actor than he was. Yes. Because mm-hmm. she was the one that made it believable. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the entire point of this movie. And if anybody says otherwise and thinks that Nicolas Cage like went into it thinking it was real and serious, slap, slap, slap you in the face. Come on, like really? Well, then slap Nicolas Cage in the face because he thinks it was real. No, he, he didn't. There's no way. He he said it. He did a whole. We just went over this. He did a whole interview. I read you an excerpt. The title of the article is People Think I Didn't Care, I Did. (laughs) You cannot argue this. I don't care. It was pretty bad. It was really bad. I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed it, too, but it was so bad. And that's why I enjoyed it. If if we're going to say he's taking it seriously, I'm going to hate it. (laughs) I'm going to hate it. Well, you know. Sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. The funny thing is, is this movie, that's that, it. this movie that they did when he gets back on screen, um, like makes him popular again. 
like he's back on top. He's back on top again, and I'm like, not that he ever went anywhere. Well, he doesn't think he did. Of course not. That's why he has. Why would he? That's so. This movie ends the same way as the fanatic. Which I, which no, it I yes, it Stop. does. No, it does not. Oh my what are gosh! You talking about because this movie—he has his eye. He has his eye. <laughs> he still has, he his, has eye. his fingers. That's nice. No, no, no. He has his eyes. He has his fingers. Stop He's it! He's not crying. Uh, stop I'm it! I'm not a stalker. <laughs> I am not a stalker. Is how this movie ends. With that line, which is brilliant, I am, and he screams it. I am not a stalker. How does this movie end? I'm Nick. Roll credits. Like what? <laughs> I am not a stalker. That is far different. This is, you can't say this ends like the fanatic. No. It just ends with some stupid random line. Is what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's exactly how the fanatic ends. It's you know what I think? The you know fanatic think? You know just asks, "I am not a stalker." It's just perfect. It's, it's you know really so think? spectacularly you know I, just had, I just had a revelation. I just had a revelation. You Fred Durst is brilliant. <laughs> Listen. <coughs> Listen. This is what I think. I think in a few years, once some time has passed, I think it's going to come out that Nick Cage wrote this movie. I think <laughs> Nick Cage wrote this. I think Nick Cage wrote this movie. You think he go you think it's using a ghostwriter right now? I yes, so. I think Nick, this is this. It's so perfect for him that no, like it's so perfect for him and whoever wrote it. And I think it's Nick Cage. Whoever wrote it must have an unprecedented knowledge of Nicolas Cage's career in order to nail some of these things. Like some of these story beats, Nick Cage's mannerisms, his acting style. Like he nailed everything perfectly to a T. It has to be. Nick Cage. It has to. It can't. It, it doesn't. You can't. You can't make this up. We're Fantastic. moving on here. All right. Well, I know for me it is past midnight. And oh yeah. I gotta get to bed. Well, yeah, it's, late. it's been super fun. That's the movie. Thank you so much for talking with us or talking about this with me. That's it. All right. Thank Alrighty. you. All right, so, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you so much for being a part of our journey. And yes. I guess we will just have to talk to you next time when we have another movie or show or whatever we do. All right, guys. Have a good one. Good night, everybody. Bye. Peace out.